Hello, good morning. God bless you. You are all welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is Festus Flourish, and of course today is the 11th day of the month of April 2021. You are most welcome. God bless you. All right. Like I did say a couple of days ago, I want to once again ask you to celebrate with us and of course pray for my daughter. She is 13 years old today, April 11, 2021. She is 13 years old today. Please, if you want to really appreciate God on our behalf for the work we have been doing behind the scene daily, making this podcast, blessing the lives of people around the world, this is what you also need to do for us. Just pray for our daughter. Just take some time out and pray for her all right we need it we need your prayers we need uh, divine wisdom upon her life of course this is a face in her life it's a stage you know what it is the teenage and all that but hey it's been a journey from 2008 it's been a journey glory be to god my wife and i we are still we are so elated about this and we thank god that the lord has preserved her life and truly she is going to remain a pillar sculpted into her palace and of course her place will not be taken away and of course i want to do therefore this um podcast teaching today dedicating it onto her angel elishama i'm dedicating this um today's teaching onto her in her honor i'm asking just pray for her truly the blessing of the lord that make it rich and added no sorrow will come upon her god bless you thank you very much as you join in the prayers and in the celebration god bless you don't worry we will send the cake later and pop champagne later okay if you can join it just come around come to the house we're just doing a little bit of celebration but if you can't come we'll do visual cake all right we'll send the cake visually or pop this champagne visually but honestly want to appreciate everybody thank you very much god bless you all right it's a weekend and um, for those of you who are married who are couples here in the sound of my voice you know every weekend we talk about marital sexuality and yesterday we actually started off with um it's just a one-off teaching. After this weekend, I'm going to return back to the sex uh, gate in the city, okay? So, with just a one-off topic, kisses and hoggies. All right, it looks like <laughs> a title that will fit for a film, a series or something. Kisses and hoggies, all right? It's great. So, yesterday, we started off talking about kisses, the value, what it does to your marriage, the bonding, the spiritual dimension to it and all that you might have to you will not you mind you will have to listen to that audio to be up to date with what we're going to be talking about today because yesterday those of you who followed and who have listened you remember towards the end of that podcast i did say that i was going to be talking about hoggies today but much more i was going to be looking at the dimension where kissing it's of course the scientific dimension of kissing and um, what it does to you now before i talk about hoggies again today let me just say something a little bit about kissing you recall yesterday i asked when was the last time you kissed your spouse or the last time your spouse kissed you 
Now, I'm not going to ask that question again today. I'm sure you provided an answer for that. But I'm going to ask you another question in another way, in another dimension. How long, okay, um, what's the longest time you have kissed your spouse? Yeah, if you got that question very well, let me let, let me say that again. What's the longest time you have kissed your wife at a go? Okay, you hold your mouth to your spouse's mouth and you kiss him, you kiss her. What's the longest time? Two minutes? Five minutes? Four? Ten? Twenty? How long? Okay, all right, now. See, I'm just trying to make us understand that, look, kissing is an act. And you have to be devoted to it and be intentional about it. It's not when you say, oh, kiss, just, and then take your mouth. That's an that's emergency kiss. All right. I'm talking about the science of kissing that enables both of you to exchange bodily fluid, e.g., your saliva. If two persons have joined together in marriage, and the Bible said both have become one, what that means is both bodies have really become one. Really become one. That understanding about the sacredness of marriage that makes two persons to become one is better seen or expressed through kissing. Otherwise, if there is a layback, if there is, oh, I'm irritated, oh, I can't do this. So it means that there are reservations. Otherwise, your ability to be able to Take the saliva from your spouse's mouth, put yours into his or her mouth, swallow it, play with each other. It's like it's your body. It's as if you're swallowing your saliva. Like now, I'm saying to some person, like, it's irritating. Okay, now you can just imagine how deep your love is. If, as I'm trying to describe it now, and then the picture of your spouse, your husband, your wife comes into your mind, and the first thing, oh, swallow his saliva. Oh, mm. Oh, that's irritating. Oh, no problem. Good. I'm not against to bed. That's just how deeply connected you are. Because if both of you are close, you truly, you are in love. One of the things it does is when the act of sex started, maybe as you got married, it started one year, two years, you just realize that this thing is really true. When I say two bodies have become one, number one, you realize that you're no longer shy. I mean, you can... <laughs> Or expose yourself, you're nude before your husband. I mean, before you had that uh, sexual knowledge, you know, you protect yourself. But you see, you can go naked now for your husband. You just move around in the room, you know, just, you understand what I'm saying? Like Eve and your husband does the same thing, like Adam and Eve and all that. You can, you can do that. Because you are free with each other. The bodies, the two bodies have become one or they are becoming one. There is this, oh, we are no longer two, we are one. Just the way you feel towards yourself. That's the same way. If you are truly in love with your spouse, the way you kiss each other such that there is that bodily fluid or saliva being exchanged, it's as if you are one. It's as if you are swallowing your own saliva. It's just the same. It's just the same. When you get into the act of kissing, to really know couples that are very close, well, unfortunately, some of the persons started it this way and they couldn't sustain it. As we speak now, they can't even do it. 
they can't even kiss anymore. Kissing is no longer part of the bargain. Otherwise, when you start the act, you bring out your tongue. That's what we call the tongue to tongue. That is the lips to lips. That is the mouth to mouth. Okay, let's quickly look at these three dimensions. The lips to lips is the commonest one. It's the one a lot of us are used to. Where you just want to kiss your spouse, you get your lips and her or his lips, and you touch it, you 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 bring it together, and sometimes you even make the sound, you know, that kind of stuff. That's lips to lips. Mouth to mouth is where you practically open up your mouth to the mouth of your spouse, and um, maybe the upper lips, we call it the French kiss, where your upper lips. Your mouth is on his upper lips. His mouth is on your lower lips. Okay, so you are holding his upper lips and her mouth is holding your lower lips. All right, it's like an inverted kind of way of doing things. That's mouth to mouth. You just mouth. The mouth is busy doing the opening and of course. Now, tongue to tongue is beyond just the mouth opening. Yes, there is the mouth that has opened, the lips are connected, the mouth has connected, the tongue, the tongues of both of you are now involved. So it's like a sequence. It begins with the lips, the mouth, and the tongue. And that's actually the deeper form of it, where the tongue and the tongue can connect. You can place your tongue on your spouse's tongue, and it can do the same thing. You can practically, because while all of that is going on, saliva is being exchanged. You don't even have to be intentional about it. You don't even have to, okay, let me bring that saliva. No, no. For the fact that your tongue and your tongue, they are rolling on each other, saliva is being exchanged. You're exchanging bodily fluid. All right? You, you, it's spiritual. It's spiritual. It's just that people just don't understand this. And of course, you are able to bond in that moment for some time. That's why I asked earlier, what has been the longest time you have been in that kind of situation? Whether maybe you are sitting down or you are lying down. Lying down is not really the best position for this if you want to sustain your kissing. If you're lying on top of your spouse or your, your spouse is on top of you. Because... Uh, the other one might just be gasping for breath. You know what I mean. But if you are lying side by side, okay, that's a little bit, that's, it, it's okay. Side by side, you can do that, cuddle each other, hold on to each other. You can be there for as long as you can. But one of the best positions for this is the standing position, where both of you stand right. And you can do this beautifully in the front of a mirror. Yes, in the front of a mirror. You hold yourself, you see, you see each, each other's nakedness. You look at yourself in the mirror and here we go. Get your tongue, your lips, your mouth and your tongue out. You're practically seeing what you're doing on the mirror. Or this standing position can be extra wow under the shower. Yeah, that, that can be another dimension to it. So you have the shower on on yourself. See, <laughs> You know, when I tell people, see, to make marriage work and very sweet, you have to be intentional about it. All these little, little things, some of you might not have been into it, might not have been doing it, but you have to be deliberate about it. Okay? Sex is not just lie down. It's only when you're lying down, you're kissing yourself. No. The act is not going on. You, Of course, I know a lot of couples don't have their bath together anymore. I'm going to do a topic about that very soon. 
all right it's it's healthy for marital relationship where both of them have to you know have their bath together regularly as much as you can and be very intentional about it so you can just do that under the shower you have the water pouring on you through your head and of course your mouth are glued to each other imagine how romantic that can be you can sustain that you know you can practically time it and say, so, okay let's do five minutes let's do ten minutes or let's see how long we can sustain this let's not set the time let's just see how long we can sustain it and really get into that mood and kiss and kiss and kiss yourself literally out and then when you are done when one has decided to give up literally you can check the time so oh it's been 12 minutes oh wow at least that becomes a record you can note it the last time we did this was 12 minutes another time you can say okay can we break that record it's playfulness you're just being like children you're trying to add the extra value to your relationship. You're trying to do things that are not common. You're trying to do things that are not the normal, you know, one-way traffic of a thing. You see, when we talk about marital memory, memories that people live with for the rest of their lives, this is how it is. There are some marriages, they don't have memory. They don't have sexual memory. Okay, I'm going to be doing a topic again very soon, asking people to actually recount the number of sexual positions they have used. That's another dimension to look at. If you, if you want to spice up your marriage, you want to do things differently. Okay, so all of this becomes memory when you look back and say, oh, we kissed for 20 minutes one day. Or we have, you know, we have kissed for one hour. I say, really? How? Oh, I can't forget that it was awesome. We never thought we could go that far. And eventually it just turned out to be an exercise. We're there, we're there, one hour. That can be a memory. But you see, that exchange of fluid um, as you kiss yourself can become very powerful. Now, let me just quickly talk about the hug, the hugs. And of course, which is about hugging each other. Again, this is another deficiency in marriage another aspect of marital development or relationship that a lot of persons have completely ignored or or um, um undervalued in terms of you know the role it plays in your development and the way you connect hugging is very powerful it's 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 a tool of acceptance it's a tool of connection when you hug your spouse it shows that your spouse is appreciated you appreciate him is the you, your, your husband is welcome your husband is loved your husband is is in your heart it's it's you can go and it's a mark of respect is a mark of honor is a mark of connection is a mark of oh this is mine is a mark of friendliness on and on and on you can go but unfortunately a lot of marriages this aspect is dead again if i may ask you when was the last time you hugged your spouse when was the last time you hugged your husband husbands when was the last time you hugged your wife do you know for some persons of course you can resonate with this the only time they touch their spouse is when they are in the act of jerusalem yeah i mean you can argue that or if i'm saying the truth i mean you can acknowledge that as well the only time they touch their spouse is when they're in the act of Jerusalem, where they have to hold and uh, all that. But to make it a culture, a habit, or a way of just connecting, hugging, 
No, forget it. It's old school. I don't have time for this. Those things you don't have time for are actually the things that define the best moments in your marriage. Otherwise, why can't you hug your spouse? Well, it might be very good when your spouse is returning back from work and is aware of, oh, sweetheart, you're welcome. You should do it. Please make up your mind from this day. Those of you that are ardent followers of these our teachings, you really want to spice up your marriage. Do it and teach your spouse. Encourage your spouse. This aspect of our relationship has been lacking. Why don't we consider hugging? I mean, you must have also talked about kisses. Why don't we consider hugging? Can we make it a culture? Can we make it a habit? Can you hug me more? I love to hug you more. Can we make this a habitual practice? So you can do it when anyone returns back from work. Just go get up. Go and hug. I do that with my wife. Even if I'm sitting down on the table in the office or lying down, I get up, I go and hug her. You are welcome. It's it's like you, you, you just came back from a journey. You came to visit someone. And, but you know, you know, we do that usually. Oh, Cynthia, you are welcome. You see, that excitement is the way you hug the person. It's a mark of acceptance. Now, because of familiarity, we feel we are familiar with the spouse. We don't do that. How much that person will long for that spouse embrace. And that is why when anything happens and these people fall into adultery, they can really fall very well. You have a man who is always hugging her at work, who is always hugging her in the church. I hope you know these days we are no longer a short supply of such hockeys in the church. Sisters, brothers, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, you just have those, you know, men and brothers and sisters who just like, oh, sister Anne, wow, you look so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, give me some hug. Mm. Okay, now, we have a lot of it in the church. And you wonder, that same man that looks as if he's uh, a merchandise of hugging. <laughs> that means he has uh, a business for hugging and is uh, a businessman for hugging. And he loves to hug. That same man, you will be surprised and we'll get to him now. He will not be giving that same hugging uh, goods and services to the wife. You know what I mean? The wife will practically have to beg for it. So why do we always yearn to hug people outside when we see them? People, your friends, church members, uh, me, people. Why do we yearn to hug? There is an attraction. There is something. And you know, that hugging actually does a whole lot psychologically. It relieves stress. There are a lot of women, there are a lot of people. Yeah, I do that often. My wife and I would do it. You know, hug people. You, you know, the person might not even be your spouse. Okay, but it has a way of relieving that stress. There is someone who might just, when you give that person that hug, it's like that person has not had a hug for a very long time. It's just like children who have not really been, who haven't been under that ambience of parents. That's why my children, I, I have I've learned to always give them that hugging early enough. I hug my son, I hug my daughter. They are not in short supply of it. You know, because if you find that a lot of persons who didn't have that at the early days of their life, it has a way of affecting them. So they want that acceptance. They want their husband, their wife to hug them. So I've already started giving to my children. So they are not in short supply of it. But how much, how much more it helps us. It helps to release stress. It helps to douse the tension. As a spouse, as a husband, well, those of you that do it outside, I know I'm not saying it's wrong. You shouldn't have any negative intention behind it. Okay, brother, sister, you hug, nothing. There is nothing more. It's not more than that. That's good, okay? 
it's helpful. But how much more that couples should learn to do that? Your wife might just be looking for that hug. Your wife might just be looking for that. Oh, sweetheart, you, 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 I, I love you. You know, just hug your wife tight. You know, just hold tight. Don't let her get that from a man outside. Whereas you are there, but because you don't feel those things are necessary, you are actually destroying the major aspects of your marriage that is very, very vital and and relevant to your future so hugging it's essential develop it learn it and transmit it to your spouse you truly love your spouse make it a habit you know you can just like ask how long have you kissed longest you know you can also do that uh, hugging challenge you just hold on to yourself how long can you hold yourself hugging each other just hold yourself tight squeeze it a little bit grip it a little bit hold yourself you know just roll you can dance okay i'm also going to be talking about that in another episode but that's being in each other's ambience and of course that hugging you know oh another very powerful time to do that is when you're about to sleep or you're falling asleep or you're just in the bed to connect you might not even be sleeping you return back from church on sunday you just want to connect just hug each other you know, there's a way you wrap your wife. I'm using the word wrap. You actually wrap your wife into your embrace on the bed in, in a in a spoony position. Not necessarily the spoony sexual position, but you know, in a curved position, just hold on to her. There's a way your wife also come from behind you and wrap around you with her two twin elders, you know, greeting the husband's back. You know what I mean? Don't worry, you need to be in the couple's theater to understand all this. But it's beautiful. To make marriage work, you have to be intentional about it these things are not sinful it's you and your spouse get the best out of yourself by giving the best to yourself don't underrate these little little things that you used to do when it all started it fizzled out and faded away and you thought that it was all about maturity no you are just growing in foolishness if you were wise you should have continued on this haven't you see what made children always look back to each other after holidays is things that they usually do playing with each other. If you make this a regular habit, you see, your marriage will not lack passion, will not lack fire. And of course, it will not lack the real health and the growth that it needs to get to the future okay let's just hold it here because time is gone i hope you are blessed please share this podcast into your groups to your friends it could just bless someone you can connect with us via whatsapp number plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight okay until we come back tomorrow to continue on the topic our weekly topic don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students don't also forget that marriage care truly cares. Please don't also forget, remember to pray for my daughter today as she marks her 13th year birthday. God bless you. Do have a great week ahead. Bye.